0: microphone check mic- microphone checker hope y'all can hear me man i cannot hear any of y'all but that is it right now i do appreciate all the love i've been getting on social media definitely be getting a lot of appreciation a lot of messages a lot of dms and more like where you at and support and much love man truly appreciate each and every one of y'all definitely um y'all don't have to worry about me most people that actually know me in life don't um they're just like even when i told my mom about what's going on in my life right now she was like Eh, yeah, you always make it through it. Like, you'll be all right. And it's just like, yeah, thanks. I, I mean, what else are you supposed to do for somebody? You know what I mean? It's like, I I know she knows I'll be all right. And I know I'll be all right. So we just keep on pushing. When it comes to that, um, shit, man, life's been a bitch. You know what I mean? There's no other way to put it. Um, it it's full of blessings. Truly full of blessings. Definitely healthy enough to wake up in the morning. Uh, my back's been fucking up. I don't know if that's a stress or just what it is. But that shit's been hurting man. I haven't been getting no sleep. I, I've been getting better sleep now that I'm um, filled out, and I believe that I'm officially on unemployment. I got to check the messages and actually make sure, but I have seen some messages going through saying, you know, just got to check the website make sure everything's going on. Um, I was actually pretty busy yesterday. I was actually doing stuff. I did do pretty good in some poker tournaments lately. Yes, folks, I am back on the poker scene. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up? definitely missed um everybody i'm i'm not on the discords and jumping around on there and going to different poker projects and all that and with that being said man i learned so much from doing that and so much studying and everything and that goes out to you know steve man congratulations steve on your big win i think the dude that ran the project um i'm not gonna say that he left us but he definitely left some money and left some finances and everything but uh Lionshare, share you know nft project i definitely spoke on them in previous episodes much love to Lionshare share and you know everybody trying to keep that going and for what everybody did man it's just been nothing but appreciation for what everybody's doing and amazing people in the poker world that i met amazing people that i truly you know cherish with all of my heart um I'll never forget them. I'll never forget y'all, man. I'll never forget the, the love and support and everybody showing up every week and what we did with PPT and what we did, you know, with Lionshare share and we, whew, I made a lot of relationships. You know what I mean? Met a lot of people. Um, I don't want to say I wasted a lot of time just because I learned so much. And if it wasn't for that knowledge, yes, for some people, probably to, you know, my lady is she's looking at the money that I had spent and be like, look at all this money you wasted. And it was like such a learning experience. I loved every second of it. I wouldn't change it. And Discord world, I love y'all, man. And with that being said, my daughter did go on. I rock a SpongeBob logo for those on uh, America's Card Room, ACR. Um I do rock on there, Bob Dog. So you already know when you know when you know how you know it. Uh, that's me, and I got. Let's see. I think it was. I'm Must say three out of five nights. So let's say five nights in the week. I made it to the final table um, for the four dollar tournament. And I know it's not balling, not balling, but four dollar tournament. Three nights out of five, I think in that week, um, and yeah, I made it. You know, and I was third place. I think I got second place. I, I pretty sure I got a second place. Yeah, I got second. I got third and i think i got a third again but i've been making it you know final table in it and so that feels good hitting over a hundred dollars each time so that's always a, a blessing i definitely made it on an eight dollar tournament pretty deep yesterday um i went suited jack king or no suited jack 10 against ace eight non-suited or something and he pulled it off he hit on his eight or something i forget it was stupid but Either way, you know, played it right, played it right. That's all you can do is play your cards right, how it goes out. That's how it goes. That's poker. That's, you know, that's life's cards, man. Life throws you cards and you just kind of deal with it. With that being said, I will jump into my life's cards that have been dealt. Um, I'll get into, a, I'm probably going to shoot a little video later, get a little content, extra content out there and just go more into detail. But both my, you know, partner and I, even though we aren't very much partners for the most part, um, financially even i just pay the rent and she pays the other things i guess it's it's, it's more of a partnership because uh definitely when you're doing it on your own you realize what you don't have so i will say you know that's truly appreciated um i will say we're doing a little bit better but you know it is what it is uh definitely i've still got my daughter folks that's the hugest blessing i mean my son never made it down from washington for those that you know got on the last episode but my daughter she's still here I know her mom was talking about packing up I thought I was gonna lose both of my kids in the same day that shit destroyed me man I'm not gonna lie so when I haven't put out episodes or anything I haven't been doing anything I would just keep my head down and focused um for the most part when this type of shit occurs I just focus at work and I just focus on my job and I put in extra hours if I can but you know I do that anyway so um I just focus on work and do that but with that being said both my lady and I worked at the same spot, and we've been laid off. We've been laid off. I'm going to give it a... Oh, shit, it's no longer bogus. That's a, that's the ring bell. So, look, I actually did work on the music, but I had a bogus sound, but I was also going to say it's not really bogus because I know this is going to open the door for such opportunities and blessings, and I'm actually really excited. Um, I need to do more with the opportunities and stop wasting them, but they're not really wasted because I spend a lot of them, one, playing poker, and two is just with my daughter man i spent a lot of time with my daughter right now it's actually been really cool she's been wanting to stay more with me um you know mom you can go and i'll stay with dad and we're just we've been kicking it man we've been having so much fun um woke up yesterday and there's chickens in my backyard so that was kind of weird you know especially in the ghetto that's not something you expect but my neighbors are moving out and uh not really moving out. They kind of get more of the forest out and they got another house, couple streets over Well, they got caught in that predicament where you got a day and a half and you got to move everything. So they left a trampoline, some chickens, some bags. I don't know exactly what it is, but there's some stuff in my backyard that they left. Um, just something interesting to wake up to. I heard something in my backyard. So I was like, what is that? I walk out there. And sure enough, there's just a bunch of chickens what the hell and a rooster. So you got to watch your ass out there. Um, and a trampoline. So that's pretty dope and a swing set, and it's all love, man. I love my neighbors. They definitely, we had some good conversations, five years spent with those neighbors. Definitely loud. Um, I think I had them bumping on some podcasts in the background, definitely bumping their mariachi music loud as shit, like towards 2 a.m. all the time. Uh, a lot of gunfire coming from that direction. Not Nothing hit my house, but definitely a lot of gunfire. Fourth of July, they were shooting in the air. They definitely had one altercation in the back where somebody was shooting in the ground, and I was about to just blow his face off, but... <sighs> somebody was with me that day man somebody was really watching out for him because man i had that thing trained right on his face um but he didn't aim it at anybody's face he was just shooting into the ground however my daughter's laying like 10 feet away on the other side of a wall and that's not gonna fly um that's life man that's life so my neighbor's moving out man definitely gonna miss them laid off from work and it wasn't just me and my lady it was 30,000 people. So I never really disclose that type of information or where I work because, you know, that's my personal stuff. And, you all know, I really don't need to know. But it was Yellow Freight. Um, yellow Freight, man, the trucking industry. The trucking industry is changing. And I say that because of, and this is my personal perspective. I don't know too much about it, but I believe deregulation in, like, 1981 or something was, deregulation occurred in the 1980s which allowed companies outside of the union companies because they had a huge monopoly on the industry and it allowed for others to enter the game and since then the union companies have been dwindling this is the collapse of another one folks and i'm gonna sit there i know it's sad because a lot of my friends on facebook even a lot of older ladies you know worked there 25 30 years they don't they don't seem to um they're not too happy about it. They, they blame a lot of management. It was mismanaged. It was this, this, and that. And I'm just going to go from my personal my personal input, and I am a manager, so I have to look at it you know, in that aspect. But I've also only been there two years. I did my very best um, to manage what I had to manage. It's very difficult in a union facility to manage anything because it's all based off of seniority. So it doesn't matter if they're the best person for the job. You can't even manage that. You just have to put that person based on their seniority, where they're supposed to be and manage it that way. You're just a babysitter, ultimately, making sure everybody's playing by the rules. You can't manage a damn thing. Um, It would be like having a sports team, like an NBA team, and having only veterans playing. You know what I mean? The youngsters, y'all got to wait. You know, it's based on seniority. So even if you're the better player, you don't get to play. When it's time to play, you have to wait because of the seniority. And You know, it's it's, it's all bullshit, man. It was such bullshit. I watched it all, and I was like, this is bullshit, man. We got pieces of shits here. But you know it was it was very interesting. And Some of those guys been there so long. They all you got to do is show up, clock in, and you kind of wrote it off. And that's where the failed on the management side. But with that being said, in the business side and watching Yellow fall apart, that was definitely had a lot to do with the union, um, and their failure to negotiate. But I know everybody's going to talk about how they gave up a pension. They gave up fifteen percent. They gave up this. They gave up that. In today's society, in today's business world, you don't get five years to set a contract, sit by that, and you're going to stick by, you know, how that shit's going. Um, There's got to be fluidity in all of it in today's, you know, marketplace. You have to have a certain level of fluidity that is not allowed um, with these five-year contracts. Um, There's a lot of other things that, you know, things aren't done. I was talking to somebody about, you know, they wanted to make the drivers also work the dock. And he's like, well, then that guy will be taking my work. And I'm like, what are you my work like it's a strange sense of entitlement that people feel when you start talking about my work i mean work is work whose work it is it don't matter man you're on the clock we need to get this shit done that's the way that i've always was raised you know my dad owned a business and it was a small business with like three employees so he never said that wasn't my job it was just like hey can you clean the bathrooms all right we go on bathroom duty you know what i mean you're on the clock he's paying you you're gonna do whatever the hell he needs you to do but with that being said a lot of people, hey, that's not that's not my job. That's not in my job description. You know, that's not me. If you got something to do, shoot me out there. I'm on your dime already. Just let me, let me help because I want this company to progress because as long as this company progresses, I can move forward and I don't have to find a new job like I'm doing now. But with that being said, this is not my first layoff. I've been through a lot of layoffs. Every time I go out of state, there's layoffs. Um, when I was back in state, when I worked at the water plant, there were layoffs. Instead of getting laid off, I remember walking in because I was in quality control i was like oh hell yeah i'm getting laid off i walked in my boss's office i was like what's up pat like get my layoff she's like actually we're gonna move you back to production they want they want you back in production they're gonna keep your pay the same so i was out there making more than all my supervisors just you know making good money but i was just being an operator like this is bullshit i thought i was getting laid off you know what i mean i'm I'm really excited about the opportunities so not too worried in that sense um Hopefully, this unemployment will at least pay my bills. If it does, then I'm actually going to drop some money on powder coating. I just need my homie to get back to me and tell me if he can run some high voltage um, so I can run an electric oven outside, well, in my garage, basically outside, but I just can't run it in a conventional oven. Need that heat, baby. Um, and it can't be gas because you don't want to mess with the powder coat, and that can be flammable, so got to keep it real low, low, need that uh, electric stove. So I'm trying to get on a powder coating business. Hopefully that all comes through. I know I'm always jumping around left and right. I'm really excited, not excited, but thankful that I did not spend the money that I do have on the schooling to convert cars to electric. Cause even if I did, I'd have the knowledge and not the ability to do it right now. Right now I have the money that I would have spent on the class, but I knew this was coming, so I was kind of sitting back. It will cover rent next month if I need to. Um, I was actually looking to invest in a car that I could flip and try to do it that way. I need to start using my knowledge better. I need to bet on myself, and that's what I'm doing. I look at it in the poker um, industry, poker world. You could call it whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, I'm betting on myself. You know what I mean? I'm, really, I'm willing to bet on myself. I don't want to fail, but everything that I do have, I'm willing to lose at this point. So... I do love and appreciate everybody, but if I do lose it all tomorrow, you know where the hell I went. I went down, guns blazing, you know what I mean? So, ah, I'm going to miss that job. There were a lot of amazing people at that job, you know what I mean? Uh, Yellow Freight, it did collapse, you know, and it was just years and years. I know that they, my lady would tell me, her mom, because she worked for the union, and she would be like, every five years, I may not have a job, I may not have a job, I may not have a job. Well, this time, we ain't got no damn job, so it happens. You know, there's a lot of good people that I got to say goodbye to. I still, my phone blows up every day. People hitting me up, wondering, you know, what's going on, how I'm doing. And it's all love, man. It's all love. So many amazing relationships that I meet and I'm excited. You know what I mean? I hope it's the last job that I ever work. I definitely wasn't finished getting set up. I was setting in that direction, but we'll see folks grind time. So if you don't hear from me, that's what I'm out there doing. I'm actually right now out, um, stripping paint off of some bumpers so i'm actually working on the sunroof right now my bumpers are stripped i'm waiting for the uh compound rubbing compound to show up so i can get down on that i did sand a hood for the crx already so the bumpers are for a crx the hood is for a crx i should do that door that black door while it's on there but i may not mess with that crx right now so i'm gonna keep going in the direction i go Oh, i got my sunroof i got the sun it's actually a moonroof because you can't see through it but um got the moon roof off from the backyard that one is flawless no rust at all which is perfect the only issue is this the, the uh, seal along the outside is kind of coming off so that's a bummer i got to figure out how i'm gonna fix that hopefully it's not some bullshit glue um i really don't like glue and seals but whatever's got to be done i'll get it done but the glue typically would just leave a path for water to get in then it leads to a rust problem down the line just because your fucking glue didn't hold up and end up preventing water and water got in and then the water sat there and then you got fucking rust. So that's how that goes. Um, Man, I got to use my knowledge folks. I got to use my knowledge and that goes back to everybody on here. I, I hope everybody does learn to apply themselves um, for everybody's situation. There's Definitely. We all have our, our gifts and our blessings. We just got to make sure that we actually take the time, the dedication and have the discipline and the sacrifice to actually apply them. I know there's some things that we want to do, but we got to know what we should be doing, and I love working, man. I wake up early in the morning. I'm I'm working. I'm out there in the garage. I'm getting everything going. You know what I mean? I really do enjoy working, so uh, I want to get my powder coating business going, mostly so I can start doing rims. I really enjoy the look of flawless rims. Um, I would love to learn how to start powder coating rims, and I'll start with my own because I have some of that like Tiffany blue. If you guys know what I'm talking about, I have some Tiffany blue rims on one of my CRXs, and they were painted, not not very well, but, it, you know, the paint's there, and there's, like, a couple chip areas, and I really want to redo them. I want to redo them in a flawless form, and powder coating's the way to go. You do it one time, and I don't have to worry about it from there, plus the pop that you get. It's hard to match with the paint. Um, paint, the way that it fades and everything, it doesn't last as long as the powder coating, but with that being said, the powder coating has to be caked on. Um 400 something degrees or something. I forget, man. I've done all the research, but right now it's not clicking. So another part of my life, I know going through all that, but then to the bad parts, um, definitely, you know, I think I, I know that I had an episode recently about seeing my stepdad and how that all went. And then I saw him in a home Depot. I'm walking through and I see him at the front and I was like, yo, that's my stepdad. Or I see him in the back. I was like, Oh shit. Like, you walk by, we, we caught eye to eye. I didn't realize who it was at first. And after we walked by, I was like, oh, that was my stepdad. Like, I know exactly who that was. So, and I walked to the front of the store. Later on, you know, I keep shopping. I go back to the front, and I'm carrying something. He's standing in line with his, his lady. I don't know, his wife or whatever, but he's standing in line with a lady. It used to be my mom, you know, their exes now. So, he's standing in line with a lady, and he won't even look at me. As I'm walking up, I look at him. He sees me and he looks off to the side. I started looking at all the inflatable things. You know, he just looking any direction but my direction. Not even a hello. I should have should have walked up and given him the biggest hug ever, man. Because that dude was such a big part of my life. He was there, you know, when, when shit hit the fan, man. The shit definitely hit the fan. So we definitely lived in some hotel rooms. We definitely our clothes shopping for school was going down and seeing what clothes was left at the hotel and going through those bags of used clothes. And we just get some faded ass independent shirts, skate shirts, you know, and they were like the best things for me. I remember I got a Spearmint Rhino shirt from in there and it was just like amazing shirts to me, but they were all used, probably semen dumped. And it was just, it was, it was actually disgusting. When I look back at it, I would never do that to my son, but it was, it was good days, man, to us. I mean, that was our childhood. I was, we were living in, hotels for a while and then uh we did get an apartment that one had a drive-by shooting uh for our neighbors upstairs you know what i mean that was one of my first drive-by shooting experience and it there was always things going on you know what i mean integras those definitely brought in my life uh my stepbrother that came from my stepdad he was part of the x games he did inline skating he was a huge part of my life he was definitely an influence um he had the integra he had a Porsche 911 he had Tahoe's on 22s you know what I mean he was stunting back then so he was always I'm sure uh import tuner magazines I used to uh borrow his import tuner, so I'm gonna say borrow sometimes I didn't make it back but I apologize for that Good days, man. Good days. Well, my stepdad, he just passed. He just passed last week. My mom wrote me. I didn't really know what to write back. I mean, it it broke my heart. It definitely did just because I remember the last time I saw him. So the time before that, I was in the dentist. I come out of the dentist getting my work done, and he's sitting in the waiting room. So it was just all smiles, him a big hug, talk to him. How you doing, Mike? You know, Love you, man. Love you, man. Hope, Hope all is good. You know, it's good to see you. And like I said, the last time I saw him, he wouldn't even look at me. It was just it was it was sad, man. I felt like he was ashamed of me. And, um, I didn't really know what to do at that point. You know, it just you keep walking and, uh, it hurt. It really hurt. I see my SD card is full. I got 15 minutes, but I'm gonna keep it going. Keep it going. So my stepdad, man, I definitely loved him. He was definitely there. Um, he was part of me getting my first car, which was a 1967 Mustang. He allowed me to store that in his garage while I worked on it. Um, we never got into bad physical altercations. Him and my brother did. And probably him and my mom did. You know, I I'll be honest with you, man. They had their own things. Um, you know, I like when I told my dad, hey, you know, just this happened, and he was like, oh, isn't he on drugs and blah blah. So you know, he got his own history. Um, my stepdad definitely. He was a hustler, man. Where my my dad, he went to work every day, paid his taxes, and did his thing, grinded his ass off, and you know, pretty much stayed in the same place. Lost his business, that type of thing. My stepdad, he was a hustler. He was the one out there doing network administration, sitting at home all day, playing internet poker, still making a living. Owned three houses, renting them out. Um, When the housing collapse happened, he lost everything and just rebuilding. I mean, that was the life he lived. He was a hustler. So I always respected him in that sense. He was definitely a big fella, over six foot. I mean, very tall. He owned a Peugeot. That definitely opened my eyes to the European cars, the speed and the engineering that they, you know, Possess and I was like, oh my goodness! So, saw that uh, my stepbrother also had a Toyota MR2 back in the day. That was a beautiful little car. I mean, it's just you know so much big parts of my life, man. He definitely provided such blessings, and it's very unfortunate, you know. We all have to go, so it just sucks that you know now that he's gone, I don't get to try that back, man. I just want that big hug, man. I just want to say thank you one more time, you know, like we did when we were one on one. It was it was beautiful. And, uh, it sucks that when we're out in public and we both got women, I think I might've had a woman with me or maybe not. And He definitely did. And we just treated different. And it's like, man, I got nothing but love for him in my heart, man. I'm going to miss him. Um, with that being said, my godmother, her, her man, Richard, man, my heart goes out to you, bro. My heart goes out to you. He's, uh, he's always been an interesting character. I've always enjoyed my conversations with him. I don't think he's worked much. I think he's been on a lot of like a medical, like a mental like things that kept him, you know, out of work. He was definitely one of my more um this guy, man, I I I've gotten I've never had disrespect from this individual. He definitely has his own vibe. Um I would say, you know, he he, he could he somebody I could have seen in mental pat uh patent mental institute there for a little bit you know when i was going and visiting my cousin and stuff for those that don't know that's it's deep in our genes man i've visited my mom i visited my cousin i visited my sis everybody's in the mental ward man so it's just it's 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 close to home folks when we talk about mental health man you can leave a lot of that bullshit at the door that's what i will tell you but richard man my heart goes out to you um I mean he was an he definitely is an interesting individual. I hope you make your speedy recovery. I know that last I heard you were doing a little better, so hopefully that continues on. My heart goes out to Karina. She's my godmom. She's always been, you know, Richard's always been a part of her life. He's always been a part of my life as a child. I always remember him being there. Um my parents were always like be careful, be careful, but I do know I believe he killed a child when he was a uh, in his younger, you know, later 19 you know 19 to 21 ish and that was not his fault he was just driving down the road a child ran out into the street he ran him over a child passed away you know they they did say you no know, no criminal charges or nothing like that not his fault but that's something that he had to live with so I always gave him that benefit of the doubt um I don't know how much that changed him or affected him because I didn't know him previously or prior so i've always looked at that and given him, you know th- just that leeway so my heart goes out man my heart really goes out to him i know he's laying in a bad situation he is an older gentleman death like i said is a part of life but i'm just hoping that you get to live some more days on um, both you and karina i hope that you enjoy every moment man i really do that goes out to everybody every listener that i you know do have um i've really been feeling it on my heart to go visit all my you know childhood friends but walking around the cemetery. It's, 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 it's tough, man. It's tough. I I don't like going into those places. You know what I mean? those emotional bags, we all got them, man, but some of us are better to staying out of them. And some of us go into them more often, I guess we'll, we'll say, and I'm definitely one that I don't, not very driven by emotion, but at the same time, I will evo- avoid an emotional situation if I can, and just keep going after the, uh, Keep going. Let, let's go. Let's keep grinding. Keep grinding. What are we? What are we trying to achieve? Let's keep going. The emotion is just part of the process. Uh, R.I.P. Dante. You know what I mean. R.I.P. Mister Cannon. R.I.P. Uh, Matt. R.I.P. You know, Mister Delgado. Just R.I.P. Just all my people, man. It's just. It sucks. It sucks, man. Those are my best friends, and it's just bad decisions. Just bad decisions. um Thankfully, I, I never did drugs. You know, I sat there and I've watched all of them do drugs, and I watched the, the road that they took. And I didn't want to take that road. You know what I mean? Just drugs have never really been a part of my life. When it comes to doing them, I do smoke a lot of weed, and uh, have for my whole life. It's definitely a crutch. It's not something that I benefit from, and it's something that I should probably be stronger and not do because it'll make me a better parent. For you know my kid for my daughter for everybody man i said my kid my daughter my my son and my daughter i mean life is amazing folks life is amazing when my son when my kids are here i don't smoke as much you know i'm not all zombified i'll go smoke a bowl and just let's go what you want to do y'all want to go do something let's go outside let's go do the trampoline let's go do something so lately it's been pretty cool i'm gonna jump jump over um I think I've told you guys already we've been going to these little places next to my house now that have been popping up. Maybe they're in your area. may want to check it out for the kids. They got all the, like, McDonald's Play Place, just big-ass tunnels. I got to remember what it's called. It's definitely a dinosaur is their main mascot. I saw that last time. Um, damn, I don't know what it's called, but it's a tunnels. Those little tube things you can climb in, but we have one next to us that's an adult shape, and you can actually, adults can run around in them. There's actually a little soccer part, the slides and everything. And it's it's dope man it's dope my daughter's getting so brave she's just turned four so she's jumping around she's going down the slides now um it's it's awesome man she got to the point this last time we went and she just made her own friend and is a little african-american girl you know she was over there and i so we were all she was climbing in the tunnel and i saw her climbing and i saw another girl in the tunnel so i was gonna wait until they both you know past each other and then i had i was gonna let the one out and then i was gonna climb in and chase my daughter like i typically do but they started having a conversation in the tunnel and the one started telling about how her friends left her and blah blah blah. and i just hear my daughter like well i can be your friend you know and she's still at that stage so she she definitely still has the innocent part where gotta protect her man gotta protect her but she did take off with her and they just held hands the whole time and they were going climbing across stuff um, going down the slides together. I mean, it was so much fun. It was, it was a lot of fun, and it was, it was amazing, man. Just to watch that happen, you know. My, my daughter, she's not really. A, I'm not gonna say she's not around other races, because definitely in, in, any of my friends' children or anything like that, they're definitely all other races. There's not too many uh, Caucasian people around here besides me and her mom. Um, on her mom's side, all the family over there and their friends, they're mostly all white. But on my side, good luck finding a white person. Um, like I said, most of my family's not in town. My dad shows up. It's hard telling that he's white. He looks Hispanic. Um, I think he's mostly Hispanic. But that don't give me a pass, man. I'm a white boy. I'm, I'm I'm riding with the woods. You know, as soon as I go in there, I know where I'm going, man. I'm not, not going to lie to you. I'm not going to front. No, You know what I mean? I'm 55th Street on Crip Mac, man. That dude funny as hell. Um, been watching a lot of that dude, man. It's just... It's funny, man. Just watching the world, man. It, it's all entertainment. Even when I was watching the company fall apart at the end and I was just watching it and I was like, man, it was like a relationship where, you know, the other person's seeing somebody else. They just haven't told you. And it's like all the signs were there. I knew it was falling apart. And I watched all these people that had been there 25, 30 years, just like with this straight fear in their eyes of the unknown. And it's just like, whatever, man, I just got to find a new job. But the fear that they had was on a whole nother level, man. And it was interesting and how it went. I walked into work and I got to clock in, so I'm I'm hourly. Everybody else is salary uh, salary, so I walk in and I got to open up my computer and I open up uh, the little program we use to clock in. And sure enough, it says for your outboarding documents, click here. So I'm like, whoa! So I clock in, and that's when I ask everybody in outside of my office, I'm like y'all seen these outboarding documents? When a dispatcher, he don't really talk to me no more because. It wasn't a distance. I just told him, man, he he lives a nightmare to me. Cause he's been at that place for 30 years, 30 years, man. He just goes up and down the Hill. It's an hour, hour and a half. Sometimes depending on traffic. It'd be two hours each way. And he just, he's lived there. That's been his life. So I just, you know, one, one lady, one, and he just had like six kids and it, it's been interesting. I truly, that's why I say I respect what he's done. It's just not the life that I want to live. I've really enjoyed traveling and being different places and different jobs. And I really enjoy it. So, He asked me, he was like, hey, man, he was like, where's that at? And I was like, oh, check where you clock in. I was like, check that program. So he goes over and sure enough, it's there too, but we all can't. It doesn't show anything. So you can click where it says to click, but there's nothing showing up. But we all got it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, they're definitely closing down. So I'm cleaning up my office, getting everything ready. Uh, Next thing I know, I go, I check it again, and boom, there's my termination papers. So I'm like, okay, boom, I've been through this. I go see my boss in his office. I'm like, Hey man, I just got my termination papers on Oracle. So goodbye. And he's looking at me like he saw a ghost. Cause he's like, what? And I was like, later Steve. I see you later, man. So I walk around, I walk around the whole building. I say goodbye to everybody. Um, get back to my office, get all my stuff. I head out the door. I'm gone. You know what I mean? Don't, what else do you need me to say? I just left. Um, I got all the paperwork I needed. I, I dipped out, left, My lady, she got laid off upstairs, same time, customer service. So she left same time. We literally walked out together. And then uh, I have all these employees literally walking out to the parking lot, coming out to see me like, no, is it true? And I'm like, I'm out, man. They're like, no way. But yeah, I guess they all got the word 30 minutes later, man. And uh, I text my main, the main lady that got me the job there. And I was just like, I apologize, you know, for uh, not, not that part. I said, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. It was amazing. It was a blessing. And just thank you. She was like, she messaged me back like, it wasn't supposed to happen like this. I was supposed to talk to everybody, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my bad. I got, either way, you know, the message was relayed. I didn't need to hear it from your voice. We knew what the hell was going on. So I got the hell up out of there. And, uh, you know, looking forward to what comes next. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's sad, man. That's 20,000, 30,000 people, I think was the count. So you got 20,000 union jobs and then probably 10,000 outside of union jobs. And it's just. The freight industry is changing. It'll it'll open up opportunities for others. So I do look at it in that fashion. It's just closing the doors for some and opening the doors for others. Somebody's going to have to pick up the work. There was a lot of work to be done. So, all righty, folks. Well, that's been my life, man. Just, you know, life is going. Life is going. I'll definitely have put out some more content, trying to get some more video going. We're definitely working with some people right now, trying to get some shit. So, I get to focus, kid, to keep grinding, so expect more coming. Um, I do appreciate all the messages of support and love, and for those that do actually take the time out of their day to listen in, tune in, and I appreciate y'all, man. I got to run it back. I appreciate everybody, and I'm out. I love y'all. Go. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast. With your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in 3, 2, 1...